Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse, and I'm here today with Caroline Muir. Caroline's work is instrumental in inspiring sacred sexual awareness worldwide. She's a celebrated Tantra yoga instructor, best-selling author, and co-leader of the Art of Conscious Loving Workshops from 1985 all the way to 2015. She is the best-selling author of two books, Tantra Goddess, a memoir of sexual awakening, and Tantra, the Art of Conscious Loving. Caroline founded the Divine Feminine Institute for Men and Women in 2004, inspired by her work with Sacred Spot, G-Spot, Healing and Awakening Massage, she uncovered the missing piece in sexual healing, the nurturing practice of awakening and healing. Caroline draws on her expertise as a practitioner of the tantric arts, an ancient form from which the Karma Sutra has its roots. Her books and teachings have impacted hundreds of thousands of students, both single and couples of all ages, who appreciate her depth, integrity, and the warmth she brings to this sensitive and ancient subject. Caroline's work was featured in many publications over the years. She was honored in articles in the Wall Street Journal, Yoga Journal, Glamour, Esquire, Healthy Living, and many others. Welcome, Caroline. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for coming. Oh, Robin, that was nice to all hear. Happy, happy to be here with you. Yes, thank you so much. I personally have had an interest in Tantra for a really long time. And when I explain it to people, I find that I kind of struggle a little bit to like put words on it. I'm like, there's eye gazing. I know it's about like intimacy and connection and moving energy. And then then I kind of like run out of words to explain things. So can you tell us a little bit about what Tantra is and how you got started in it? Well, uh, I think that the most common view of Tantra here in the U.S., here in America, in the West, is that it's about sex. And sex does sell, and sex does draw people in. And I'm so glad to hear you say all the other great things that Tantra is about, because eye-gazing and intimacy and, of course, communication and prayer all add to better sex. And I think that that's what everybody's interest and passion really is, is how can we have, make it be better? How can sex be more spiritual? And that's really what Tantra brings to the sexual understanding and experience that most of us have, is how can we integrate our spiritual path uh, and essence into our sexual passionate essence? Mm, yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing in the uh, the spiritual connection because I think there is actually kind of even though we don't know that that's really what we're looking for, but there's we have that yearning for that something more. You know, it's like 
yeah, you can have great sex or whatever, but there's still like that something missing. And is that the missing piece? Is that spiritual? That, I'm so glad you said that too. It, that was always the how it felt to me. There's got to be something more to this than my orgasm, your orgasm, doing it, doing it, doing it. Hope we're doing it right. Hope you like it. Uh, and it, it is that spiritual component. Um, the and and the intim the real intimacy with another human being, which so often is missing in the sexual act. Mm-hmm. You know, we all close our eyes and hope that it all works out, and he, he likes it, she likes it, all that stuff, and then we lose touch with that. There's another human being with feelings and depth and longings, sensitivities, uh, and has a connection to the divine in some way. How can we bring that into the bedroom? I like to say, bring God into bed with you. That helps bring the divine into the act of sex. Just bring God into bed with you. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. Definitely a different way of kind of thinking about that, just bringing that sacredness into the bedroom with you. Because I know it's like a lot of us, the lights are off. Let's just like get down and dirty, get it done with and go to sleep, roll over, go to sleep and I think by the time we've reached our 40s and plus, we've probably, most of us have had quite a bit of sex and some of it's probably been pretty good, at least hopefully, you know? So yeah, how can we like deepen that connection? And so can you talk a little bit about how that can actually like bring a couple closer and like definitely communication I know is part of it. So can you talk a little bit about those pieces? Yeah, I will. You know, I I can look back over my own life and there were, I don't know, 15 or 20 years of my early sexual life where reading something sexy in a book or watching a a dirty video in those days and then everything became porn Mm -hmm. um, to get aroused, to get in the mood, to have ideas. And, uh, and then the shift was, and I, and I, I first learned about Tantra yoga sitting on my yoga mat at a yoga retreat. And having done five hours of yoga that day and meditating, suddenly there was a class on Tantra. And I went, whoa, there was an ancient study from yoga that had to do, that included sex and that human part of our nature. And sure enough, there was. And it was an ancient study that has been reborn uh, in this age uh, to meet the needs of the people. That's how the scriptures go, that Tantra will be born again age to age to meet the needs of the people. And I really think the needs of the people are just what we described, more intimacy, more connection, uh, more humanness, uh, as well as all the more pleasure. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Well, as like I said, there was a time when watching a porn video would get people ready for sex. Now with Tantra, it's let's uh, hold each other and and pray together or meditate together and uh, then move in to the sexual. And it's about offering the love that we're going to create through the act of sexual union. Uh, Offer that to the heavens, offer that to God, offer that to the universe to bring wholeness and health and wellness to, to many and less suffering. Mm-hmm. Kind of a Buddhist approach, but right. it's a nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many people call sex making love, but are they really making more love? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's for me. Am I here with my, my heart open or am I here looking for the goal? Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Language is so important. And I've noticed that 
we've, I actually, I watched a TED talk on this a little while ago. I forget who did it, but she was talking all about like the language of love, how we fall in love. Like, oh, you fell into a manhole, you know, it's like, (laughs) it's like you're bitten. Oh, you're like struck by the hand of God, you know, (laughs) kind of thing. It was like, wow, that's intense. You know, broken heart. Oh, my heart is broken. It's like, yes, there's so much intensity in love. And so I love how you just, you know, ask, like, are you actually making love, making more love? Yeah, Yeah. that's really powerful. As you were talking about that, I was just thinking, like, I had this opportunity once to do this little kind of ritual creation of, I call it a love bubble, is what I did. And I basically created like a sacred space for this relationship that I had. And we consciously created this love bubble and took actions to like feed that bubble and, you know, nurture that relationship and that sort of thing. And so as you're talking about that kind of thing, that's the vision that came to mind is like, how can we nurture our love and grow it and expand it? And it sounds like Tantra is one way of doing that. Well, Tantra has many suggestions and many practices. Practices is a good word for the, um, for the things that you can do throughout the day, uh, throughout uh, an evening that connect to people into the love that is within them, whether it's going to become sexual or not. And I love those practices because Sexuality is such a mystery, you know, do we feel like it? Do we want to? Is it time? Do we have enough time? Uh, is, it, is it the weekend? There's so many reasons why we don't. And uh, often the reasons we do is because we feel like it. Right. But if we don't feel like it, how can we bring the spirits together and the bodies together and play with sexual energy, play with intimacy, play with more kissing, play with eye gazing and rocking and sitting together and just looking into the depth of each other and into the depth of the love that we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, That helps begin to create more love. Uh, The practices of greeting your partner when they come home from the day, if you're the one that's at home, to get up from the computer or come out of the kitchen or wherever you were and come to the door and I'm so glad to see you. You're home. Yay. You know, show some enthusiasm Mm -hmm. for the return of the beloved. Right. Stepped into your life to share some portion of it with you. Mm -hmm. Nice. I love that. Reading your beloved as they return home. Can you share with us some other like really simple practices that people could engage in to help cultivate that loving energy either within themselves or with their partner? Yes, well, either solo practice. You know, we all hear about meditation and some people are drawn to meditating and some people really aren't because it sounds too difficult to, you know, quiet your mind and not think about anything. But of course, when you're really learning to meditate, the mind is always going. So you just learn to go beyond the busy mind And that's one of the reasons why opening your eyes, either with yourself in front of a mirror or with your partner, with a partner ideally, could be just a friend, doesn't have to be a lover, and spending a few minutes not talking, but looking into each other's eyes and breathing. So the breathing is key, because if we're not breathing 
and we're breathing really shallow because we're always breathing, but often very shallow, um, we get nervous and we think if we just talk, it will get better. <laughs> but we need to shut up for a few minutes and see who is there before us and learn to gaze into me see. In other words, if I'm the receiver of a gaze, that, those are the, that's the word that's going on in my head, into me see. Mm-hmm. And how can I let you see into me to see my fears, my ecstasies, my, my contributions, and my, and my failures? Um, I'm human. So I love that. I love the exercise of just gazing for a few, a long three minutes that can be, or even five yeah. minutes, it can be forever. Yes. Standing in front of someone or sitting in front of someone and just holding hands. and You could call it meditating together. You're, you're meditating on, to the, on who's inside. Yes, that's really beautiful. Thank you. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Whether you are dealing with your child's latest tantrum or disagreeing with your partner about finances, you find yourself having conversations you'd rather not have every day. It's easy to see why we'd rather avoid talking about it. Yet putting off a difficult conversation today can lead to an even bigger problem tomorrow. How do you say what needs to be said and get the results you want without triggering their defenses and risking another disagreement that accomplishes nothing? It's time for a different approach. Robin's five-week course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, outlines a step-by-step approach for the results you want from your most important and hardest conversations. You'll discover how to have more harmonious relationships through better communication, raise difficult issues without backing others into a corner, maintain your focus no matter how the other party reacts, and resolve problems once and for all. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Are you looking for a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life? Do you want your business to thrive? Do you want to enjoy better relationships and find your purpose? Tune in every week to Stepping Into the Tenda Dao Chung Life Transformation with Dr. and Master Shaw with host Diana Gold Holland, who will share the wisdom of Master Shaw. You'll hear from inspiring teachers and listen to testimonials about life transformation. Stepping Into the Tenda Dao Chung can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. in the West and 6 p.m. in the East on Voice America Empowerment. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. 
Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Welcome back. I'm here with Caroline Muir, and we are talking about Tantra and all sorts of other juicy things. So, Caroline, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, I know you work with a lot of men and women, uh, women in particular over the years, and I'd like to explore a little bit. Sexual trauma is very prevalent in our society, sexual abuse, other types of trauma. And I was wondering, can you talk a little bit about what you have seen over the years as far as different types of sexual trauma, how women are impacted by these? And then also I want to talk about like, how can we heal this stuff? Huge subject, uh, so important because so many women are walking wounded, um, in the bed wounded, trying to show up for a sexual experience and barely making it. And there's a lot of reasons why. Some of it's cultural. Some of it's that women have been so objectified through advertising, through um, uh, just this is the way men are. They see women as sexual objects of desire. And there's nothing wrong with that, except for women, we go, well, that, what about the rest of us? You know, we are more than just objects of a man's sexual desire. And we know we are, but we get lost in the, in the, in the confusion of what culture is saying about us. We're supposed to be beautiful and slender and, and um, do this and that seductively to attract a man. And we just want to be who we exactly are. Mm-hmm. So the traumas are psychological, sometimes they're physical, as in rapes, right. um, losing our virginity too young mm-hmm. to an unconscious boy who doesn't know any better, um, and it hurt. And so sex hurts from the first experience. Um, oh, gosh, uh, the, the list is long of the types of traumas that women have more than men because men are you patted on the back for getting laid yeah (laughs) they're they're a bigger guy they're more masculine and and women have a more sensitive journey with our sexuality and it's more complex Mm -hmm. our sexual we can't be turned on with a a hit of viagra it takes more than a pill right we are very emotional sensitive complex beings and um, that's why they haven't come out with a Viagra for women. Also, uh, women don't know where to go to get the healing they need because the men aren't educated in sexual healing. And what I have been so blessed to do for the last 30 years uh, is teach the art of sexual healing and awakening to both men and women mm-hmm. through the Tantra Art of Conscious Loving seminars and through our book. Mm-hmm. And now through private sessions, uh, uh, I love the private work 101 with a woman or a couple to teach the man how to be there for a woman if she trances out during sex, if she can't come to the orgasm as easily as he can, if she's, um, it's not feeling good, but she can't say anything, if she thinks she should be a good girl and just do her duty. <laughs> and boy, you know, vaginas are sensitive tissue they sometimes don't feel like it as much as your brain might wish she did feel like it Mm -hmm. and um, uh, we have hormonal changes that 
plague us and menopause that plagues us, many women at times. So the journey of a woman sexually is very different than that of a man. And it's the lack of education that keeps us suffering, hurting, longing, wishing for something better. And the men who do choose to study and learn about the healing arts sexually for women are men, the kind of men you want to know. Yes. The good guys. Yes. yes. There are so many of them. It has healed my heart to hear men sit in circle and honestly admit in front of other men, I just want to learn how to love a woman the way she wants to be loved. Mm. And it just sends me into tears just saying that because there are so many good men who want us to be happy. Yes, and I'm sitting here wondering, where are they? (laughs) I'm dating, you know, and I'm like, hmm, I haven't found one yet. That's a tough one, dating. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, which Tantra, Tantra seminars is a good way to meet men who at least have the desire. Yes. Learn how to become more conscious as sexual men. Mm-hmm. It's, a it's a great first step. Absolutely. And can we talk a little bit about like, let's, you know, this radio show is going to reach men and women, parents, you know, a lot of people. So let's say that we have some men out there who are listening or some women who want to educate their partners. Where can a man start? Like I know, for example, it's challenging for them to kind of like pick up on our nonverbal cues. They're, they're not really taught that women, a lot of our sexual communication is nonverbal. So how can we raise awareness about the nonverbal communication for our guys? And then the next part of that question is, you know, how can men be there for us? How can they be one of those men that you're talking about? Okay. Number one, first step, women need to be empowered to Mm -hmm. talk. Not just talk, but to communicate to men what they what their needs are and what their desires are mm-hmm. and so the empowerment for women is where i've landed in my all my male female teachings because i think the empowerment for women comes first uh men will follow women anywhere with the yeah. promise of love and passion so if we also know our own bodies and know how to speak of them and know how to invite a man to touch us a certain way to kiss us a certain way not you know, in a, a, an angry way or in a blaming way, but in a very loving and coaxing way, empowering the men. So the reason I started the um, uh, Sacred Feminine School with Amrita Grace is <clears throat> to empower the women and to become them to become whole and strong in their identity in their identification as women so that they can talk to men and lead men home where men want to go. So that's the first step. And the empowerment of women has a lot to do with the sexual healing practices of sacred spot massage, which I know you know something about, and it's a pretty big subject. So I would, um, our, our books have a lot on sacred spot massage. There are videos on sacred spot massage and awakening women through sacred spot massage. The G spot is another name for the sacred spot. Mm -hmm. It's not just a pleasure, pleasure zone, but it is a, it's an activation of memory 
And a lot of women are carrying memories that they inherited from their moms and grandmothers. You know, we come through our mothers and through our female ancestry and we bring some of that wounding with us. Some of it's not just in this lifetime. So uh, understanding all that as women is really valuable. And for the men to understand how to give, how to step aside from their own pleasure long enough to give a woman this kind of awakening and healing massage and being really present with her. There's a lot on the web to learn how to do that. The Source School of Tantra is excellent at teaching that, sourcetantra.com. And that's the school that I started with Charles way back in the 80s. It's still going strong. Uh, my website, divinefeminine.com and uh, the sacredfemininschool.com are all resources that I could uh, direct people toward. That's where I've been um, putting all my focus so I know the integrity of the people in these organizations. And some of the other Tantra courses, I don't know the integrity. Um, there's a lot that goes out under the name of Tantra that isn't always as conscious and in integrity as you would like. Right. But some people don't want that much integrity. They just want, you know, to have fun mm -hmm. in a more expansive way. And that's okay too. Yeah. But if you're like focusing on healing, I think having that level of integrity and, and you know, that you have worked with these organizations, I think is really. Yeah. Well, women, can't, women can't heal unless we feel safe. Absolutely, yeah. So Safety that's is the number one word. Give mm -hmm. women a safe space to feel her feelings uh, in her body and in her emotions, and she will begin to heal. So men can pro help provide space for women to have those feelings and be heard. And we really need the men to do that. Yeah. As much as we need them to show up and be men, that's being a man to a woman is protect me, be, be gentle, make me feel safe. Right. Don't fix me. I don't, I'm not asking to be fixed, uh -huh. asking to hold the space. And I know yeah. men, their, their natural urge is to want to fix. Gives them a problem to solve, give me something to fix, and I'm good. <laughs> very true. But the men are learning. I know um, Apollo, our, Amrita's husband, has done a lot of the Mankind Project. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's the only thing I know of that is inviting men to be authentic and you know all men have tears too yes somewhere <laughs> and the mankind project is a, a, a organization of men holding space for other men to feel and to go beyond their macho i know it all selves and and get real yeah, that's so important. And having the space for men to do that, you know, I think is, it is really great. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back Excellent. in just a moment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Whether you are dealing with your child's latest tantrum or disagreeing with your partner about finances, 
You find yourself having conversations you'd rather not have every day. It's easy to see why we'd rather avoid talking about it. Yet putting off a difficult conversation today can lead to an even bigger problem tomorrow. How do you say what needs to be said and get the results you want without triggering their defenses and risking another disagreement that accomplishes nothing? It's time for a different approach. Robin's five-week course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, outlines a step-by-step approach for the results you want from your most important and hardest conversations. You'll discover how to have more harmonious relationships through better communication, raise difficult issues without backing others into a corner, maintain your focus no matter how the other party reacts, and resolve problems once and for all. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Do you find yourself thinking that you're not good enough or that you're not lovable? Do you sometimes feel that there is something wrong with you and that you're hiding something? These are more common thoughts than you would think. It's time to talk about this. Tune in to Where Words Can't Reach, shedding light on our dark side with Dr. Madeline DeLittle. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. And we're back with Caroline Muir. And Caroline, let's talk about sacred spot massage. So this is the elusive G-spot, which I know some people are not convinced that it even exists. So let's let's talk a little bit about the G-spot. Okay. Well, it definitely exists. Uh, and any woman who has found hers knows that it exists. It's tricky to find sometimes uh, for a woman by herself, which is one of the reasons I've created Uh, co-founded an organization for women healing women because sometimes it's just safer to go to a woman who could be like a midwife or nurse kind of energetic to help us find our g-spot and how do we how do we massage it and how can we find it by ourselves or teach another how to massage it for us Uh, it's it's that important though to to learn about so it's on the upper forward wall or ceiling of the vagina. It's no further in than half of a finger can reach. And you curl the finger towards the outside. And there's some spongy tissue there. It's kind of like ridged and bumpy. Uh, Whereas the other tissue inside of the vagina is very smooth and silky and moist. But the sacred spot or G-spot area is um, some type of swells up uh, on stimulation. But you can tell that there's kind of ridges in there, and it's a little like a spongy tissue. So a woman can find it lying on her back, squatting, sitting on the toilet. Just reach in and curl the fingers forward. I would recommend these two fingers, not just one, 
I think two fingers really fit over the sacred spot or G spot area very nicely. And um, there's a difference in two fingers than in one because this finger notoriously has a message. <laughs> and these two fingers are very harmonic. There's a water element and a fire element here, and it's just a steamier energy than the fire energy or even the water element alone. Mm -hmm. So it a little esoteric, but I always do sacred spot massage with myself or another with these two fingers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like a come here motion, right? It's a come here motion mm -hmm. or it's a still contact pressure okay. and stillness. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the initial work we teach women is always with just hold a still presence. Mm -hmm. Let the energy come to you. Okay. It's obviously, when you're going after the energy, it may back up. A woman may not be ready to feel whatever she might feel. Mm-hmm. The feelings can either be physical pleasure or physical sort of burning, irritation feelings. Uh, the feelings can be numb inside this area. Numb is very common initially when a woman goes in. That's why she has a hard time finding it. Mm -hmm. Or a partner can have a hard time finding it because she goes, oh, I don't know if I feel anything or not. I feel something in there. <laughs> but I'm not sure where you are and I'm not feeling aroused. And so the guy gives up or she gives up. if She's not feeling aroused. Right. But just for um, the sake of understanding this area, the North pole of the sacred spot is the clitoris. Okay. The South pole is internal and that's spongy tissue. Okay. So the hand could be like outside on the clitoris inside on the spongy tissue. And now you're holding the whole, clitoral head and 8,000 nerve endings along with the internal contact. And that's a big hold for a couple of minutes of breathing and just that alone. Mm -hmm. And then you can start stroking, stroking, and in that come here fashion, you can tap about that much maybe inside. Mm -hmm. You can um, just crease across the sacred spot across that tissue. You can do little, little arcs across the sacred spot tissue. You can do circles, fast or slow, both mm -hmm. directions. So there's about seven strokes right there. And those seven, kind of the dance of the fingers inside, will really stir up a lot of energy in women. And suddenly the flat kind of bumpy ridged tissue will swell and the energy will come in. It's like when a man gets a heart on. Mm -hmm. I mean, he might be flaccid and soft, but then when the blood flows in, he gets erect. So the clitoris and the sacred spot begin to get erect when the blood flows in. Right. And I like to tell people, too, that for a, women, for a woman, when her tissues become erect, it's not like a man's, like we don't get rigid like a man's penis will. Right. We're not built that way. Yeah, so if you're expecting your, your G-spot to get rigid, that's not how no. it's going to happen. Yeah, It's more like a, like a, a, like a squishy ball inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just kind of swells up and, yeah, it's maybe more spongy, squishy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the woman will usually respond with, oh, that really feels great. Oh, my God. 
it's at some point when she starts to feel inside. Mm-hmm. Once she gets past the numbness and maybe some tears. Yeah, I was going to say this probably that might not not happen but, right away, right? Mm-hmm. It probably won't happen right away. I know mm-hmm. it took me, um, I don't know, six months with dedicated daily massage mm-hmm. for me to start really liking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd want anyone go back to the clitoral stuff that I really like, or right, mm-hmm. you know, and we we like what we like. But um, the process of awakening was a very emotional one for from it was for me and is for most women, mm-hmm. and um, that takes a certain type of partner mm-hmm. to you know be willing to go through the tears and the emotions, but once through them, your woman will find an orgasmic potential that she never knew she had wow okay when either you or your partner is you know starting to stimulate the sacred spot what you're saying is it's bringing up it may bring up stuff so and that's part of the healing process can you talk more about like what the sexual healing process sometimes look like what it involves what people might be able to expect if they start trying some of these things you know, it would be frightening. Women wouldn't want to go there and men wouldn't want to go there if they weren't a little prepared. Right. So what we do is educate the men and, and the women about what to expect. And one of the big things for the men is don't take it personally what comes up for her. She might be feeling, how come you've never done this before? How come you've just forgotten about that part of me? And un- you know, things that don't make sense. <laughs> Which is often when women are feeling things, they don't make sense to men. Mm. But it's making sense to us in the moment. And the men need to assure us, honey, it's okay, whatever you feel, I won't take it personally. Just feel it. I'm going to hang in here for you for the next 20 minutes or half an hour, whatever the agreed upon time is, and you just feel what you feel, and I'm holding space for you. Well, that's a big offer. Mm-hmm. A woman goes, really? You will? And then she may cry, she may laugh, she may say stop, she may, she may not make sense. And that's a real hard thing for guys when a woman doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Irrational. She's being irrational. Hysterical. Hysterical. <laughs> and hysterical really is exactly what you want her to go through her hysterics. Because on the other side of our hysterics is passion. Right. And desire. Oh my God, I want you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you have given me so much to let me have this 30 minutes of feeling and making not making sense that i just watch out honey lay down i'm gonna i'm gonna climb on top of you because i want you now and that's that could happen i'm mm-hmm. not a promise it will happen but sure uh it, it, women wake up when we feel safe and we've been heard and we cannot make sense and it it's very arousing when the sacred spot wakes up don't forget, it's the south end of the clitoris. And we know what happens when a clitoris is alive and well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of desire. So when the south pole wakes up and the desire comes from inside as well as outside, that's when I think men like sex with us the best. I think it's most fun for everybody involved. I think there's more, more for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and there's like this whole piece of being present. When you've had sexual trauma in the past, it's very easy to tune out, you know, be disengaged from your body. And so these are opportunities for us to be present and stay present, play in those waters of just being present. 
that this education has been now, at least as far as I know, in the U.S. for 25 or 30 years. And there's still so many millions of people that need to hear this. Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy you're doing this, Robin. Well, thank you. (laughs) So at what point does the Amrita come in, the ejaculation and that sort of stuff? All right. So uh, Robin just mentioned the Amrita. And Amrita is the name, uh, an ancient Sanskrit word meaning divine nectar. And uh, the woman's ejaculate, yes, women do ejaculate, has historically been called the divine nectar of the goddess. She is not peeing when she ejaculates, though it comes out of the same opening as her urine. So the mistake often happens that someone decides they're peeing or the man thinks she's peeing or urinating, and uh, she's really releasing a nectar that is hard to describe and hard to explain because it's so mysterious mm-hmm. of where it comes from. Some think that women have a prostate gland and that's prostatic fluid. I don't know that that's true. I, I've had gynecologists say we never were taught anything about female ejaculate in medical school. So as far as we're concerned, it doesn't exist. Yeah, well... We know how that goes. But we know how that goes. And uh, I have had many opportunities to say, well, my dear Dr. So-and-so, it does exist. Yes. And I've had enough big experiences with the big flows of Amrita that are that would fill a, a liter, like an Evian bottle liter. Wow. Mm-hmm. When I feel like I could just let go and let go and let go and let go and the pleasure it's called in tantra the wave of bliss Mm. and the wave of bliss is sort of an orgasmic release of fluids and pleasure that goes on and on and on until you just decide to stop it (laughs) it doesn't necessarily stop by itself interesting Mm -hmm. it is interesting because the nature of the feminine is that's enough I've had enough. I can't do, um, everything's too wet. <laughs> right. Um, I can't sleep in this bed. I'm embarrassed. Um, yeah. And I was actually, I was what? thinking about that. I think it'd be really important for a woman not to be shamed when she ejaculates because that, especially if there's a lot of it and you at first think you're peeing or you're losing control of your bladder, like that could be very shameful. Very shameful. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back after this. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Whether you are dealing with your child's latest tantrum or disagreeing with your partner about finances, you find yourself having conversations you'd rather not have every day. It's easy to see why we'd rather avoid talking about it. Yet putting off a difficult conversation today can lead to an even bigger problem tomorrow. How do you say what needs to be said and get the results you want without triggering their defenses and risking another disagreement that accomplishes nothing? It's time for a different approach. Robin's five-week course, Be Persuasive, How to Have Successful Conversations, outlines a step-by-step approach for the results you want from your most important and hardest conversations. 
you'll discover how to have more harmonious relationships through better communication. Raise difficult issues without backing others into a corner. Maintain your focus, no matter how the other party reacts, and resolve problems once and for all. Visit HolisticSexEdRadio.com to find out more. That's HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Hi, my name is Cass Thomas, and I'd like to invite you to join me and my friend Monish Malotra for our show Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. We'll be talking about abuse, exclusion, relationship, addictions, possibilities, LGBTQI, and more. Is it time to create the life you truly desire? Join us, Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This show can change your life. It's changing ours. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. Welcome back. So we're here with Caroline Muir. And Caroline, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about parents and pleasure. And so what do you have to share with parents? Uh, Quite a bit, actually. Um, It's kind of uh, difficult for parents to talk about these intimacies, especially when the kids are too young. They're not ready for it. But it is important for the parents to be authentic in their nudity, in their love for each other, in their desire for each other. And that doesn't mean being inappropriate in front of children. But kids really need to see daddy loves mommy and, or mommy really loves daddy. Look at them kissing again. Oh, my God, he's touching her butt, you know. <laughs> and kids will make fun of it all and they will not look and they'll leave mom and dad alone. But they also, inside, they kind of giggle that mom and dad seem to really like each other a lot. And we hear these sounds coming from the bedroom. Mom tells us she's not hurting and that she's having fun with dad. And they're having fun. And mom, and mom says, don't, don't be worried about the sounds I make. It's just because I'm having fun with your dad. Right. And, you know, the kids don't need to hear more than that until they're ready to ask more. But there's an openness that can really affect a child for the rest of their life if they grow up around loving parents and affectionate parents, parents who touch each other and kiss and like kissing and like holding each other and touching each other. And there's a wonderful book that's coming out that um, the, the mom sent me the manuscript and it's written by like a 14, 15 year old who grew up in a community and in an intentional community in California, of course, uh, where people were really open with their nudity and their sexuality. And this, do- this child, this daughter, this young woman, writes a book about how fun it was to grow up with, without any hangups. 
And yeah, I kind of, it took her by surprise when she had to go out into the real world and not be in her community of open, loving people, conscious people. But she speaks of her sexuality in such a positive way because it was, it was given to her in a positive way. Parents have to be the examples for their kids. The kids cannot learn it online. <laughs> They're not going to learn about sex from porn. They're just not going to learn what's real and authentic. Right. So even though they may look for it and want to see porn sex, if they've seen loving parents at home, they will choose that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And because we know porn is not sex education. However, that's where most kids get their sex education because there's a lack of real sex education. Well, that's the sad part, isn't it, Robin? It's just so sad. That so I noticed that a lot of parents have difficulty talking to their kids about pleasure. Can you maybe say a few words on that to see if, you know, maybe we can make it a little bit easier for parents to talk about pleasure, masturbation, sex should be pleasurable? Well, yeah, well, it starts with the mom and the dad Mm -hmm. having a healthy attitude Mm -hmm. about their own bodies, about pleasure for themselves, pleasure uh, in self-pleasuring, much nicer word than masturbating. Mm Mm-hmm making love to myself. I love my self-pleasuring times. Yes. If you can hear a mom or a dad say that to a son or a daughter, and hey, you know, you're, you have a door, it closes. Um, make special time for yourself. We're not going to walk in on you. Mm-hmm. We celebrate that you, that, you, that you would love your body. And that we, you would love these parts of your body that are waking up mm-hmm. and growing hair on them. And now they might look funny to you. And genitals are not necessarily um, put out there as beautiful things. They're kind of odd at first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so explore and, um, and know that here in the home, you are welcome to explore your pleasure and speak to us at any time about any of it. We'll guide you the best we can. If it's just that much, it can set the kids at ease. Mm-hmm. But mom and dad have to own their pleasure first. Yeah, no doubt. You were actually mentioned earlier that you have a mom who you're working with currently. Can you share? Yes. That? Well, oh boy, this is this is a rare and wonderful mom. Uh, she describes she is Dutch, and she says, you know, people from Holland are really open. You know, we've been in nude spas all our life, and we're easy with nudity. And she's just a young woman, a young mom three young daughters who's just been fascinated with Tantra and called spiritually to the Tantric path. She uh, was so excited that I was doing this interview with you, Robin, because she said, I have three young daughters who aren't ready to hear about all this yet, but boy, I'm going to need guidance because yeah, I'm not sure what to say to them about uh, coming into their empowered youth uh, as sexual girls. It's the women, it's the women who need to to end the silence and the women need to speak up and the women need to contact people like me and like Amrita and like you and anybody out there putting out uh, today's version of sex ed- sexual education, consciousness mm-hmm. around the sacredness of sexuality and say, Hey, can you help? Who do you know in my, in my area? Who can I contact? I need to do some, I need to come out of the closet I'm not happy in my sex life doing 
sex the way my husband wants it. There's not, not enough in it for me. What can I do about that? Say the words. Say you're not happy with something and do something about it. Because your kids, your daughters are going to follow right along and either go exactly the opposite way and really get in trouble, or they're going to be uptight, afraid, closed, young women, and, you know, not find happiness because that's how they saw mom do it. Right. Yeah, and I think... We have the opportunity because kids look at their parents as role models. And so if we're shut down, if we're not enjoying ourselves, even though we're not necessarily talking about that, kids don't know what's going on in the bedroom behind closed doors between the parents, but the energy is in the house. So I really appreciate that you spent some time with us here today, Caroline. I think it's really amazing and the work that you do is so important and i'd like to let everybody know how to get in touch with you my website is divine-feminine.com there are free gifts on my website a three-part video series that is professionally filmed where i talk to women about healing uh, sexual healing and waking up to Mm -hmm. all that you are there's also on my website a discovery call application that you can fill out about your I want to do some healing around this, that, or the other, and can we have a call? And that gets directly to me. And I answer every one of those. I stay as busy in semi-retirement as I possibly can because I am not interested in being retired. (laughs) I love my work. I'm passionate about women being happy and waking up to why they're not happy. Excellent. We'll make sure to put those in the show notes so everybody can get there easily and they don't have to scribble as we're we're talking. So thank you so much for joining us today, Caroline. I really appreciate you and your time and the work that you're doing. And these conversations are so important. And having these challenging conversations is, it's challenging. I'm actually really excited to let people know that I'm going to be launching a course on how to have these challenging conversations because this is half the battle is being able to say the words, being able to have a conversation with somebody without triggering their defenses. There's an art to that. You're very good at this. And thank you so much for doing it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Caroline. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.